Well, here we go. Episode number two of the On the Road to Damascus podcast with your hosts, myself, Luke Askew and Yvonne Rempel. This week, we ask you this question. Do you have a purpose? Hey, Luke, how's it going? (laughs) I'm great. It's like we're doing this again. Yeah, I know. Episode two. So it is like we're doing it again. (laughs) On the road to Damascus. So last week we talked about, do I have a dream? And so we had a really great conversation about, you know, do you have a dream? When do you dream? What does it look like? And today, what are we going to be talking about? Do you have a purpose? Do you think that's one in the same? A dream and a purpose? No, I think the two. I think the two, two separate separate things. I think out of your purpose, you dream. Okay, so can you dream more than one thing? Yeah. Okay, so if you can dream more than one thing, can you have more than one purpose? No. Okay. So your dream can change, but your purpose stays the same. Exactly, exactly. Right, here's my analogy. So the people, okay. I love my little analogies. There's going to be no cars. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here's my analogy for this to, to, to go on the back of what you just said. So if you're, if you're watching it, you'll see it. I'll try to describe it for the, for the listeners in the room. Is that I'm holding up a cup. Okay. Now, the purpose of the cup is to hold liquid. Would you agree that's the purpose of the cup? Yes, that is the purpose of the cup. Now the cup can hold Coca-Cola, it can hold orange juice, it can hold grape juice, it could hold alcoholic beverages, it can hold whatever it wants, okay? So what I mean by that is in the same way as that we have one purpose, it it can express itself in many different ways. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And that's a great analogy Thank you. Uh, for people listening and they can see your cup. <laughs> yeah. So we have a purpose. We are given a purpose. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like for you? Did you know when you had a purpose? I, 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 it's really interesting, right? Because when I was growing up, obviously like three years ago, I wasn't like I didn't have any type of faith or belief system around like a higher sense of calling, but I always felt like I was meant to do something in the world. Do you know what I mean? I didn't, I never believed I was meant to just get a good job and retire. I always felt like there was more to life or I was here for a reason. And what that reason was, I had no clue. And for me personally, I would say that I only came to know my purpose maybe a year ago. Okay. Mm. And how, tell me what that was like when you found out what your purpose was. It was a, like a aha moment, like a, Oh, wow. I never, I never thought that because what I discovered personally for me is that one that I was purpose so it came into the whole identity thing is that I was purpose. And then also what I discovered is that I was, I was part of one collective purpose. So I believe that everyone, this is my personal belief. I believe that everyone has the same purpose, but I believe that then everybody is called to different areas to operate in that purpose. Does that make sense? That does. It's like when you're putting a puzzle together, Mm -hmm. every piece has a picture of the, you know, a piece of the picture. And when it's all put together, you get the full picture. But every piece has its own job to do, whether it's a corner or in the middle or in the side. And it fits only in one spot. It actually doesn't fit in multiple spots. It only fits in one. And know what's so interesting, I'm just going to jump on that analogy as well, is that the purpose, the jigsaw right there is an image. It's to do with identity. And I think, you know, this is something that you were saying to me off camera is that you were talking about how you discovered it was more about this sense of identity for you. 
Yeah, I think what it is, is we chase purpose, hoping it would fill the gap of identity that we lack. So what we try to do is we replace our identity with our purpose instead of getting identity to fulfill our purpose. So somehow we've kind of, we've changed the way that it's, it's actually supposed to go, right? Our identity fulfills our purpose. And so what we do is we chase, you know, the dream job or we chase that and we find ourselves in these situations where we're going, I don't feel fulfilled, and it, it's not because what you're doing is, is not amazing. It's because you changed your purpose and you made it your identity. Oh, you changed your purpose and made it your identity. Yeah. That's so that's so interesting. But what I just thought about when you said that in terms of not knowing who you are, in terms of like not knowing your true identity, because without knowing your true identity, neither are you going to understand your purpose. And I think what you were saying is, I don't believe your purpose is separate to your, your identity, but I believe that your identity is understood through the the purpose in one sense i think the two are so close together or your purpose is i is understood through your identity as well as when you know your identity you understand your purpose so it's kind of this yin and yang yeah approach does, does that make sense and i think what's really really interesting is a lot of people like what you said, are searching for this purpose or this function. It's like something that they should do. And they come so close to finding it. It just isn't exactly it. And I think this is what my other analogy is, is this. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to go back to the cup. I have cups this week. Cups are my analogies this week. (laughs) So for your listeners, I'm holding up the cup again. Now, we know that the creator of the cup created it for the purpose of holding liquid. Do we agree? Yeah? Yes. Okay. Now. Well, you put a highlighter in your cup. I put a highlighter in my cup because now what I'm doing is I saw the cup but believed that Actually, the purpose of the cup was to hold my pots and my pens. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I can imagine that if this cup had feelings and had a (laughs) conscience, it would go, hang on a minute. I'm doing what I'm meant to do. I'm holding pens. But, But because it doesn't know its creator or it doesn't know the true purpose in which it was designed, its true image. Like it thought it was shallow because it was holding pens. It thought it was clear so you could see what pens were in the pot. Does that make sense? But because it wasn't connected to its creator and its true identity for so long, the cup has believed it was a pen holder when actually it was made to, to hold liquid. Wow. God, these are on fire today. These are on fire today. (laughs) Those are good. That's a great analogy. I love that. So our identity is who we are, Mm -hmm. right? And our purpose is what we get to do through who we are. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we need to know who we are in order to gain our purpose. Yeah, because it goes back to that analogy is that a lot of the people, a lot of people kind of understand, well, hang on a minute. I have a body, I have hands, like I have function. Does that make sense? So people realize that I have a mind. Yeah. I have a function. And these are all ways of purpose in one sense, doing work. Yeah. But they don't know who they are. So they don't know what they're working on or what they're working for. And what a lot of people do is they go through life working constantly. And that's so close to your purpose. Listen, it's so close to your purpose because working is your purpose, but what you're working on and for is only discovered through your identity. Does that make sense? That is great. That is so good. That's really good. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So 
in essence, our podcast today is the ying episode. And next week, we're going to talk about the yang. So today, we're going to talk about purpose. And then we're going to match it up to who I am next week. Mm -hmm. So we're going to grasp our full purpose or how to find our purpose. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to match it up to who we are. And then it'll equal whatever happens after that. So yeah, that's exciting. That's exciting. exciting. It is exciting. It's massively exciting because I think if we're we're narrowing down on purpose today is that everyone is operating in purpose right now. What I mean by that is everyone is doing something for a purpose. So when I say to somebody, you know, why have you got that job? People will tell you the purpose in which you have that job. Well, I have that job because to make money because I got to feed my kids. Do you know what I mean? Like this is the purpose in which I am working. Now, somebody might say, well, why are you doing your job? And you go, well, the reason why I'm doing my job is to, is to help the kids in school. I'm a teacher because I believe my purpose is to help kids. Um, so everyone has this sense of the reason why. So, oh, this is good. It's coming to me. Okay. It's coming to me. <laughs> is that the purpose is ultimately the why. Yeah. The purpose is ultimately the why. So in other words, that our identity is the is the who we are. Yeah, who we the are. The purpose is the why we are. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes complete sense. So we're going to talk about why. And I think, you know, it's really interesting. We often ask, what is my purpose? That, that's actually a common question we all ask, right? We Google it, we take quizzes, you know, we find out where I'm best suited to work. We take characteristic, you know, where I'm supposed to fit in the Myers-Briggs test. You know, mm-hmm. you find out you're an, I don't, I think I'm like an ENJF or P or something like that. And then you Google what are the best jobs for me? Because I think deep down, we spend all this time searching for our purpose, but we're still lost because we don't know who we are. So we're trying to find our why without knowing who. So we're, we're, on, we're on a ship looking for buried treasure without a map. Exactly. It's exactly, it's exactly that. And I think, I think what's, what's really interested is for so long, people have tried to deal with the who, but you don't know the who until you know the why. Because sometimes you've got to, sometimes you understand why. And then when you understand your why, you go, who, who gave me the why? Does that make sense? Like, like who, like who would create me for the why? Because if I said to you, oh, the reason why you're doing this is to help kids. And I'm like, who told you that? Yeah. Like who, who told you that's your purpose? Who, who, was it you? Did you tell yourself that? Is that from you? Is it something that's built within you? Like me as a passionate person to help people and to help people transform their lives. Like, like who, like who built that within me? Was it something that I always wanted to do? Was it something that was predestined within me? Because I know many people that say to me, I'd never do that. Yeah, no, and that's true. And we talked about it last week when we talked about a dream, mm. right? We we did talk and we touched on this in this moment where we allow people to speak into our lives to help guide us, right? So when we when we allow people to speak in our lives and not just people, when we, you know, read books or we listen to podcasts like ours, make sure you're listening to ours. When you are listening to, you know, um, speakers, when you, when you're diving into that information, you're allowing those things to speak into your life to ignite something inside of you that you, that you thought wasn't there anymore. Mm. And that igniting of that only turned into this fire inside of you because it all actually interconnects together, all Mm. interconnects together, right? The dream to the purpose to who I am. It's the question that the world is asking is who am I? Where do I belong? 
what do I have to offer? And I think really for, for us, and I know that we've had this conversation, is that's one of the things that we find that's our purpose, is we're excited to help people figure out who they are, why they are, and where they can go so that they are in the environment that they're created for and have the ability to do the things that they were created for. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, you know, you, Misha, that same purpose, that same calling um, in our lives to go and do that and to help other people find find theirs. But if we're talking about this sense of purpose now, like I can just tell people straight up what your what your purpose is. And um, the reason being is because it looks very, very, very much like this world. <laughs> but it's just not right and what i mean by that is that in society we have individuals that work that put their skills to use but ultimately it's not their skills they put to use it's they trade their time yeah so they trade their time and they trade it for money yeah. and, and money buys things yeah. and this is ultimately the world the way this world functions is that hey i will pay you money for the things that you want if you give me your time and that's ultimately what what this world kind of promotes from the sense of the education system like go and get a job make some money retire live the life that you want yeah so what happens is that people are ultimately working but they're working for things rather than working for fulfillment. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes complete sense. So a lot of people in the world right now, and it's not everybody, but a lot of people in the world right now go and do a job that they absolutely hate, they're unfulfilled in, for the money. Yeah. Because the money pays for the things that they want. It's basically like backwards to how it should be yeah so then would you say that people who are working right now is your purpose your job your purpose is to work okay so define that for me what do you mean work so so what i discovered is this is that this whole world needs governing needs managing so if we look at the development of the the world now is if we look around us everything that is in the world man created when i mean say man created apart from nature and creation in itself that like houses businesses education systems cars vehicles so ultimately what we are is we are creators we are we are managers so what we've figured out is that hang on a minute we have this unique ability that the animals don't is that we can create a world right does that make sense yeah But but the problem that we have in this world is that we are creating a world to serve ourselves rather to create a world to serve others right does that make right. sense? Yeah. So when I say that our purpose is to work, our purpose is to create. Our purpose is to manage what it is that we are creating in our lives. Right. Right. And that makes sense, right? We go to work, which is our job. We have our job that gives us money. And then we can also do our purpose, which is to work and do things. Now, we have, sometimes we have this beautiful, unique ability where our job and work are the same thing. We're exactly. doing something that we're passionate about. And that's a Damascus experience for us. It's our work and our job. Mm-hmm. And not everybody has that opportunity to do that. But there is times where your job, which you need so that you can eat and you can, you know, do amazing things, but you need to have that work that you do that you're passionate about to refuel you so that you can continue doing the things in life. And you find that you're not taking a vacation from your life anymore because you enjoy 
what you are doing now. Exactly. I think you defined it so well is that there's a difference between your work and your job. Yeah. Something your job is what you get paid to do. Your work is what you were made to do. Yes, you can, exactly. You, you can retire from your job, but you can't retire from your work. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's impossible. Right. And so if you find that your purpose is some is um you have a passion to want to stop homelessness. Exactly. It's that's not a it's not a job. I mean, unless you work for an organization that allows you to do that, um, then it is a job. But it's not as easy as, as people think, you know, having that opportunity to, and we see it. And I think that's what confuses people today in the world is that we see the people, um, on Instagram and social media and, you know, on Google, and you see these amazing commercials and lives where, you know, here I am in the Bahamas working my dream job and I'm making $20 million and I, you know, take my yacht and, and I'm very exaggerated about this, but we see that. And then we get confused. Why don't I feel fulfilled in my job? Because we're trying to make it the same thing. We're trying to make our job, our work. Yeah, hundred percent. We're trying to make our job, our work rather than turning our life's work into a job. So what I mean by that is this, is that your work in one sense comes into your vision, comes into your dream. So your, your work has a dream. Your work has a vision. A vision is the dream. Another word for dream is vision, right? So right. you have a personal vision for your, for your work. Your work is your purpose and your vision is the vehicle in which you work through. Does that make sense? So that goes into last week's question yeah. is your dream is the in which way you operate your purpose, which is to work. Now, this is what I've learned. And I've learned this through things that I've done in the past. And I've learned this through Damascus experience as okay. well, is that I had my own work. And when someone has a work and has their own vision yeah. and has their own dream, something happens. You either hold the the vision as a corporate vision. In other words, you hold the vision as a business or an organization. Yeah. Or you don't and you hold the function of it. Now, if you're not the person that holds the corporate vision, then you, someone will come about with that vision. Yeah. So someone will come about with that vision, whether it's a job opportunity so like you mentioned before, my my vision for my life is my life's work is to go and help the homeless or to go and help people in third world countries. Now, yeah. if you haven't been given the dream to set up an organization that goes and does that, what you will be presented with or what God will present you with is a vehicle in which to go and fulfill that vision. So before yeah. you know it, compassion uk turns up and goes hey do you want to go to a third world country and do this and you're like oh my gosh this is my life's work i'm going to go and do it through this vehicle yeah Does that makes sense yeah and like, when we think about our lives is my life's vision was to bring people into the knowledge of all of everything that we're speaking about do you know what i mean yeah. purpose identity calling you know fulfillment, all of these things. But for so long, mate, for so long, all I had was like my voice. So I would speak about it with my friends. I was so passionate about it. I'd speak on stages. But what I realized, I was like, I can't find anything that would ultimately serve exactly this purpose. So I worked for like, um, speaking companies that went into schools and I was like yeah but I can't speak about what I want to speak about does that make sense yeah but so then what I tried to do is I was like oh I'll set up my own my own business in one sense but what I didn't have was in a vision exactly how that would be it wasn't like crystal clear I just knew that I'd it was something to do with me like the message that I had was the contents the cert the 
the purpose of the function of what I wanted to do, if that makes sense. Right. Now, in our story, as we said last week, and if you didn't listen to uh, last week's podcast, please do, we talk about us having a dream. And in this dream, for the listeners who are hearing this for the first time, I had a dream in February that I was giving birth to a baby. Weird. Now, on reflection, I'm thinking about this dream now. In other words, I was giving birth to my purpose to my work yeah now now if we now know the story is Yvonne was having a dream or you were having a dream exactly the same time in February but it was slightly different because you weren't having a baby you were taking care of a baby right exactly you were bringing around of it what was needed in order for it to grow to, so as a mother, you're raising a baby, you're, you're bringing it up. And what happened with us with Damascus experience is for so long, I had this message. I know you had it as well in one sense, but I had this message, but I just didn't have the corporate vision. And then, hey, ho, this woman out of Canada comes out of nowhere on Facebook. <laughs> and she's like, hey, I had a dream and you were in it. Um, <laughs> By the way, we had like multiple conversations before she dropped that bomb on me. Um, yes, yes. But ultimately what you held was that corporate vision. You presented to me, hey, I have this vision for this purpose in which I was created to do. And it looks like this. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was made for me. Yeah. No, like when we say that, we say like, oh, that job's just made for me. That's what I felt like when you presented me Damascus yeah. experience in a vision, I was like, oh my gosh, that was made for me. And now we can see how I am now operating in my life's work, but through the vehicle of now what is a job because the master's experience is an organization. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes complete sense. And and I love, and I love the story there um, where we talk about it because there's a couple of things I want to pull away from that. There's people listening. And if you uh, are not a believer, um, you know, and you're listening to us, thank you for listening to us. We love you guys. We are just excited to have anybody listening to us at this moment. So <laughs> yay. Um, and you're, you're working in a job and you're like, yeah, this, it, this is, this isn't it for me. You know, I want to say, you know, go look for who you are. And don't worry so much about your purpose of what you are bringing. Keep doing what you're doing and look for who you are. And then eventually you'll see how that'll line up. And, and that, and that is something that, you know, like Luke and I have this opportunity where we're, where we're going to be helping people do that. And that'll come later on in the brand new year. And we'll introduce that later. Um, But one of the things I learned myself was because I carried a corporate vision and because I carried this this purpose in myself also, as a Christian, I only thought that meant I had to work in a church. (laughs) I really did. And I don't know why I thought that because to me, that was the only vehicle that made sense where somebody goes who has this heart for wanting to help people who, you know, and, and I mean, I'm not saying there's not other amazing organizations that are, you know, non-denominational or not even Christian at all. There's amazing organizations, but my call was, you know, to, to um, interact with believers and non-believers. And I thought the only way I can do that was I would work with non-believers and then I would also do work with the believers and the work with non-believers I can find in the world, but the work with believers I thought had to be in the church. Wow. And it never, ever for the longest time occurred to me that both belong just in the world. Like it didn't have to be in a church. Now I have here in Canada, we have an amazing church. I love our church. Um, You know, when we didn't have COVID lockdown and stuff, we have a great community, you know, they're really sewing into our community. You know, we have some really great things happening and I wanted to work there. That's where I wanted to be because I felt that my purpose aligned with that. And it wasn't until I actually uh, joined a group with uh, Pedro Adeo and he talked about, 
that not everyone who carries a purpose is meant. We put the, the idea of being a Christian and purpose and we go, oh, that's for the church. Mm. And we forget that it's actually for the world also. Yeah, definitely. It's, and it, and that's hundred percent it. And it's like what you said, it's for the believers that are listening. I know that's something that believers really, really struggle with in terms of feeling like, oh my gosh, like I know that God has called me to work because ultimately when we talk about identity and stuff like that, that's ultimately what, what it kind of comes down to you, like who gave you the purpose and all these things. So people come to the conclusion of going, okay, I think I'm made for a purpose. I believe God made me for a purpose. If he did make me for a purpose, then who speaks about God? Oh, the church. Oh, my purpose is the church. And, but to be fair, what I will say on that is that I'm not saying that your purpose isn't the church. I think that what we've done for a long time is we've not understood what the church's purpose was. Because when you realize is that the church's purpose is about the world, it's not about organized religion in which it has been created to to become in one sense so i feel like a great great people who are either believers feel stuck because they don't see the vision that they have in the model in which church presents itself right now and then we have non-believers saying my purpose is definitely not that yeah <laughs> you know what i mean because that's not of the world and that's just weird um yeah. And, and that's the truth. So there has to be this understanding of going, well, actually it's this, is that everyone's purpose looks and fits best in the world, but it's just slightly different in the sense of why it is, um, why, why, why you are doing things. And that's why I mean about everything in the world. I'll tell you a quick story is people who know me or who are getting to know me, the prayers that I pray for, I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm terrible. I am terrible. I pray for people. (laughs) I pray I'm going to have a real honest moment with everyone right now is I pray for people, but ultimately my prayers are to ask God big questions. They're my prayers. It's not, most people make me feel really guilty. They're like, oh, I have my little prayer list of all the people that I pray for every single day. And I'm like, oh, I feel bad because my prayers are, God, how do I change the world? <laughs> like, <laughs> and and that's just like inbuilt me in terms of to think like that. And when I realized they were the prayers that I was asking, I kind of went with the flow and was like, right, well, there must be a reason why I think like this because when I have these conversations with people, people are like, mate, why are you always thinking so big? Like, can you not just think so small? And um, I remember once I was asking God this question and um, I was just like, God, like, how do we change the world? Because I think everyone would agree right now, if we look in the world, it's horrible. Like there, obviously there's good things and there's bad things, but ultimately there's a lot of people suffering. There's a lot of people who don't know their calling, don't know their life's purpose, who are lost, who are broken. People that are killing themselves, like children that are going hungry. Like there's a lot of things in the world that I want to change. And whether you're a believer or not a believer, the two common things that we have in common is we don't like the way the world looks like right now. And I'm just going to say right now, that is a massive clue to your life's purpose is that we are meant to transform the way that this world looks. And it's meant to look in a different into it. It's meant to look like a different image than rather the ones that we, that we talk, the ones that we see now. Sorry. So I'm asking God this question, God, how do I change the world? And God uses a 15 year old school girl because I work in a school who isn't a believer who comes into my office because she suffers with mental health problems and she's a drawer unbelievable artist like that is just her gifting and she draws these beautiful pictures but what how she describes she draws because i say where do you get your inspiration from and she says or it just comes to me like a natural flow and i was like that's really cool and then she's, we're just speaking. And as we speak, she just draws because that's just how she copes. And as we're speaking about some random topic, she writes down the words 
you don't have to change the world. You have to change its heart. And she passes the, 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 the paper over to me and she went, I think that's for you. Now, remember, she's not a believer. She's not saying like, he's a message from God. Like <laughs> he's literally saying, hey, I had this thought and for some yeah. reason, I think this is for you. And I was so God smacked because I was so asking God this big question, how do I change the world? And he just said, it's not the world that you need to change. It's its heart. And I realized that when I look into the world now, it isn't that we need to not build houses. It's not that we shouldn't be building businesses. It isn't that we shouldn't be advancing technology or driving cars. Like it's nothing to do with that. It's that we should be loving one another it should be that we are providing value to one another it's that we should shouldn't be storing riches up for ourselves but and not being greedy it should be that we are we are taking enough for what it is that we need and giving away to the poor and the needy and when i started to understand that and then when I started diving deeper into my faith and I realized you know who was Jesus and what was he all about he spoke about a world which was called the kingdom of God that is exactly the way that I wish the world would look. And it was all about giving to the needy, giving to the poor. It was about your life's work being your purpose. It was about this great sense of fulfillment. But in every parable that Jesus talked about to do with the kingdom of God, this world in which he described they were all to do with work, everything's to do with work. So it was just this great sense of, yes, you're working, but who are you working for? Yeah, it's, um, and I love that story. I know you tell me that, you've told me that story a few times and I love listening to it because A, number one, God uses everyone, everyone, right? There is no one that he doesn't want to connect with and you know we sit here and we talk about God and you know we encourage people who are believers or non-believers or you know different denominations to to listen to us but one of the key things and one of the really big takeaways I always get from that is that he speaks to everyone everyone it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you're at right now. It doesn't matter who you are. He speaks to everybody and, you know, and he has such a message for everyone that he wants to talk to. And so when we find our purpose and the works that we have inside of us, because we know who we are, we want to do that for other people. And and that's one of the that's one of the really great things is when you when you find out who you are and you find out who your what your purpose is is we have an opportunity to go and now help other people figure that out right it's it's um it's this great um, ability to and and we get to do it as a job so we're pretty we're pretty lucky that way but one of the really great things about it is we have the exact same purpose. We both want to change hearts in other people. Now, my, um, my oldest son, um, he loves talking to people, but he wants to go um, build houses for them. Mm-hmm. He really wants to do that. And, you know, I look at that and I go, it's amazing how, I love to help people and change their hearts. And as I'm talking and having a relational conversation with them, he's building them a home. And it's that puzzle all back together of the great big picture of the kingdom. And every person has a place in it and every purpose, uh, every person has a purpose in it too. And if you're not going, Oh, I can't do, I can't do that. I can't sit on a podcast and look at each other on a zoom and talk about purpose and identity. Then that's, that's so okay because not everybody has the same purpose. Not everybody is, is made when they know who they are. They're not all made to do the same thing. We're called to love one another we're not all made to do the exact same thing. Mm. There's some people who 
are setting up massive organizations around the world to help children who um, are being trafficked. I couldn't do that. I would sit and cry all day, every day, looking at those little faces. We have great people who are um, pastoring churches and helping them. We have nurses and doctors who have callings on their lives to help people in the medical field. And you said the same thing, Luke. There, we when we look at the intricate in in oh man, I'm just trying to say a word and I can't say it. But when <laughs> we look at the bigger picture of it, and we all find our purpose, it's amazing what the world would look like if we knew who we were, if we knew who he was. And we worked out and did the purpose that he has called us to do. And everything in the world will look so much better. Why would that be? Because you'd have people doing what they were meant to do, what they were gifted to do, the the grace upon their lives. It's, it's like if I was made to build houses, but I didn't know I was made to build houses, but you were building houses because you were getting paid to build houses. You would build a house because someone's going to teach you how to build a house. This is yeah. the difference between work and a job yeah. is that you can get hired to do a job and you can get taught what you need to do. Right. So I could yeah. hire you as a, I could hire you as a presenter, right? Yeah. Let's say for that. And you'd go as a presenter and you'd be like, okay, what do I need to do? And I'd be like, right, you need to think about how you're speaking, the way that you're doing it. You need to think about this, 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 this. You need to do that, 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 this, this, this. And you'd be like, right, okay, this, this, this. And like, okay, okay. And you need to do it like this and do it like that and I'll pay you. And you went, like, right, okay, I think I can do that. And you might be able to do it, but then if it's my purpose, I'll walk into that arena and I'll do things that you can't even teach me. It's like a natural gifting. Now, can I get better? 100%. Can people raise me and mature me and grow me? 100%. But there'd be a great sense of when this man speaks, he speaks so naturally that he fulfills what it is that he's meant to do. Where somebody who's not operating within their purpose, they're kind of following a blueprint rather than knowing the blueprint within their own DNA. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And you can tell, you can tell when somebody is, is operating out of their purpose or if they're doing it because they get paid, Mm. there is a difference on how they do it. Because when you, if your purpose, you know, is to go and dig holes, you come across somebody like that and they're singing and they're smiling and they're, you know, they're having a great time. There's something different. There's a posture that changes them, that gives them this um, approachability and you go, why are you digging holes? And they'll tell you why they're digging a hole. And then you will be so convinced at that moment to pick up a shovel and dig a hole too, because there's a passion that leaps off of them that sets you on fire to want to dig holes also. You just get fired up by, by what they're doing. And when somebody operates in the fullness of their purpose, that passion, you know, you and you see it when, when people are in their natural element of speaking and they know who they are and they walk on stage, you know the difference. You can tell and you sit up in your chair and you're like, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good because you're going to catch something off of them that you are desperately searching in your own soul. And that is the purpose of why and what am I to do here? Mm. So true. So true. And it makes me, as you say, in that a famous story, some people may know it, may not know it, but I think it was one of the presidents went around to NASA or something and he asked a janitor, what, what is it that you do here? Expecting the janitor to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a janitor. He said, I put people on the moon. And he was like, what? He's like, I put people on the moon. And w- what that janitor realizes, my purpose is to put people on the moon. The way I'm contributing to that purpose is I'm the janitor. 
So is this higher calling, this higher purpose, this higher function? It wasn't about what he was doing. It was to it was the why, it was the purpose behind it. And that's the same as when people go, Oh, what do you do, Luke? And I'll talk about, well, I transform, I transform people's lives. I'm in the business of transformation. And then people go, Yeah, but what what do you want it, what is it that you do? And they go, Oh, right. I do that by speaking. <laughs> right, because that's it's not you know, because your purpose is in everything that you do, Mm. right? I love also speaking to people. And I do that by bringing hope and truth to people's lives. And it's in the way that I parent, it's in the way that I'm doing the podcast, it's in the way that you and I communicate, it's in the way that I speak um, to my, my family, to my community, to and every aspect of my life, and every part of it, you know, even when I worked in a, in a job that, that paid me, my purpose was woven in my job. And it was, I was bringing hope and truth in my job at the same time, at the same time. And that was my purpose. And not everyone, and we, and we touched on this earlier, not everyone gets this really radical opportunity to just, you know, pick up and do a ministry and just launch a ministry. But when you find out that your purpose is to help single moms and you're in a job where there is two single moms and you're connecting on them on a level that they've never felt connected to anybody because they haven't, they haven't felt seen or heard. And your purpose is just to, you have a heart for these single moms all of a sudden your job doesn't really become much of a job anymore. You look forward to going to work. You look forward to connecting with people and your purpose starts becoming woven right across your entire life, allowing you to operate it all the time. Mm, So true. And that's what I mean. It's not this sense of there's one thing. It's this, you can accomplish this one thing in many different ways and opportunities. A good mentor of mine called Paul Gibbs, he says when he talks about purpose is that he talks about a theme, find the theme. And this was very profound in, in, in my journey was that he found a theme in everything that he was doing. And his theme was that he wanted to make missionaries. And what he means by that is he wanted to equip, empower, and send people into the calling, basically what we're doing. He yeah. felt like that was the theme of his life. Now, he has written books. He has two organizations he has his own show like he has so many vehicles or dreams or visions like what what we were mentioning before to fulfill his life's purpose and his life's purpose was that theme to equip and to empower empower people yeah so i just want to say for everyone that's listening is i believe that as we are speaking is that you will begin to sense this great pull on you and also sense this kind of, well, hang on a minute. I do feel like I I know my theme. And I believe that everyone who hears my voice right now will be going, oh, it's always been about people or it's always been about children or it's always been about this or it's always been about that. And I just want to say to you is there is a massive clue to what your life's purpose is right there. But what you need to do first is you need to see how that looks. And the only way that you can see what that looks like is by knowing who you are. Right. And and I love that the theme idea, because so when you have a theme, so you have your overarching theme of your purpose. When we talk about next week, who am I? What we're going to do is we're going to take this big idea. Okay. So we have our dream, we have our big, big dream. And then we take our big dream and we're going to just hone it down into a theme, into our purpose. Mm -hmm. And then from our purpose, we're going to hone it down even more into 
who am I? And the, the ED, the, the niche, the lane, the highway that you operate in, you're going to know, and it's going to, it's going to come to you and you'll be like, Oh, I didn't even know that. Mm. I didn't even know that because the dream for me was to see heaven on earth. Mm. The, the purpose was by bringing hope and truth. And when I niched down the who am I, I took my testimony and my story and my victories and I took my identity in, in who I was. And all of a sudden now I went from this great big thing to a four lane highway. And now I know exactly my path and where I'm going to go. And that's really what we want to do for everybody is we want to help you take something that sometimes is so big and you're like, I can't do that. I just, I'd rather just go work. I, I just don't know. And what we want to do is we want to take it from the, oh, it's too hard. It's too confusing. And we want to break it down for you so that you can go, okay, theme. And now we're going to break it down more. And then we're going to put you in a vehicle and we're going to get you on the highway to where you were always meant to go and be on. Because the thing is, is what I love about highways and I, when we drive in the, when we go to California, my husband and I, we drive down there. What I love about it is you can go from like six lanes to four lanes. You can get off, you can get on. They're so versatile. And when you figure out your, your purpose and what you're supposed to be doing and you get on the highway, you can go anywhere. So true. So true. I think that is a wonderful way to end this week's podcast. I I am so enjoying these podcasts and I love the way that they all connect as well. It's like we're doing a series. Um, and yeah, I hope that people in, have enjoyed this episode. And also just to remind you guys to obviously, this is at the very beginning of our journey. So what we ask is that you let us know how it is impacting your life, whether you are contacting us on any of our social medias, whether that's Instagram or Facebook, or you're watching us on YouTube, make sure that you like it, you leave a comment, because ultimately we want to get to know you and we want to know how these conversations are changing your lives. So make sure that you like the video, you share the video, you share the podcast with your friends and also on the podcast, make sure that you leave a review as well because the more reviews that we get the higher up in the podcast ranking that we go and ultimately the more people can hear our message but Yvonne I just want to say thank you for bringing your wisdom this week thank you for once again joining me on the road to Damascus awesome thanks for having me I'm really excited episode two and I can't wait for next week amazing guys we hope you have the most amazing week and we will see you on the road to to Damascus. Damascus